John and Eric are back for another episode of Too Many Men. Can't really say we here. Uh, this was very last minute. Uh, we were we were debating. We were like, do we do we record one just the two of us or not? But we decided that we would go ahead and do so here on a Tuesday yes, night. Go on. Yeah, because we really decided a there was a lot going on, and b it's much better to do it now than later in the week. So just because just since it's, since it's just the two of us. We're just going to do our picks. We're not going to do everybody else's uh, since it was so last minute and didn't, didn't end up getting the picks to us. So before we get to the NFL and what happened over Thanksgiving and week uh, week 12, a congratulations to the U.S. men's team on beating Iran one nothing and moving on. Spectacular win. Christian Pulisic making the ultimate sacrifice. Uh, in in goal, colliding with uh, the Iranian goalkeeper and getting the goal, the lone goal, and the U.S. plays the Netherlands on Saturday, Saturday at 10 a.m. Um, what an exciting I- finish for that game, man. Those, like, last nine minutes of extra time were just so intense. I- I'm going to be real with you. I didn't watch. <laughs> <laughs> the, I, one, I- the, the one guy who cares about soccer probably the most on this podcast, and he didn't watch it. <laughs> Listen, in, in my defense, I only caught the last minutes just because in my uh, I, I was working, I was working. And so I'd be catching the score right before the game was about to end. I was like, OK, wait, I need to make sure this, you know, see this through. And why, uh, it was a tense one. But we did. We did. Why have football give me a heart attack when my American football team gives me a heart attack? That's what I thought. Um, But yeah, that was intense, to say the least. Um. Congrats to the U.S. men's um, men's team, uh, twenty twenty six World Cup coming to uh, to North America. Just yeah. saying, and also respect to the the Iranian team. They put up a good effort. Respect to a lot of the teams in this World Cup because I'm seeing like a lot of teams. Like I've I've made it no secret that in in our group chat that I'm rooting for Argentina to win the World Cup. I want to see Messi win one um, before he goes out. Uh, but a lot of teams have looked really really good. Specifically, France, Brazil. Uh, England, England looked really good today. Um, those are the like the the top three right now. I think. I mean, you could kind of throw Argentina, Portugal, and their Portugal's actually looked really good too. Um, but right now, those are your favorites for the World Cup. Like, gotta be Spain, Spain, I guess too. Um, now when is that U.S. Uh, our our next match against the Netherlands? You said Saturday, uh, Saturday it? morning, Saturday, Saturday gotcha. ten a.m. I am wow early start for well for us. I mean, I imagine that's what what time is that? Like, are they starting in their time? The afternoon? That I I don't know. I'm I'm not willing to do that math. <laughs> um, I'm curious. You? I'm curious to see our our fellow podcast hosts whether or not they will wake up for this. I, I, so, I'd like to say I would, but <laughs> I I want to say I will too, but I probably won't. I no, probably me. not gonna be up by that point. It's gonna happen to me like what's happened with the Monday with those Sunday morning football games where I'll be just going about my morning and then like I'll just be like, Oh, there's a game on. <laughs> I'll just turn in like halfway through it. Hush, John. We you've had each of our teams play in London back to back years. <laughs> okay, but in my defense, I turned off mine halfway through it last time. Can you go back to sleep? <laughs> I didn't go back to sleep. <laughs> okay, because that's what I would have done. <laughs> <laughs> it was too late in the day to go back to sleep, but I wanted to. 
I mean, Zach Wilson was that was the game where I, he was literally throwing slants in the dirt. I was just like, what the hell are you doing, man? If I if I woke up to Vikings Saints and the Saints were winning like 20 nothing at halftime, if it was it was going that trajectory that the Cowboys game was, I would have just said, screw this and just fall right back to bed. <laughs> I'd have no regrets over it. Uh, um, I want to like, I want to like, I, I want to like yeah. transition into the football a little bit. But before I do, I mean, I know you want to like start with Thanksgiving games, but there's this one thing I want to say about like just in general about your Vikings before we just talk about Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and it's just I don't like I want to wonder how your heart's doing this season just <laughs> because of these insanely one close one score games. It's not even the fact that they're there are like nine one score games. It's that they're every week and it's every time that we're either close to winning or just like barely behind where we can eke out a win. I don't know how it happens now. Thanksgiving, right? We played Thanksgiving against the Patriots. That was a pretty complete game. I really didn't have much fear throughout. Uh, this was the first game in a while where I didn't feel like I was stressing myself out. Uh, the team is nine to two on the year. I, I can't complain. I'm happy. Uh, boys are doing well. Uh, Minnesota is doing really, really well. We're back in the positive point differential. Ooh. Um, but yeah, can win the division on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, uh, I would say that as far as like the two games I've seen a lot of you guys, like the majority of you guys play uh, the, like with the Bills and the Patriots, you guys have had two of the best games this year. Oh, yeah, those are absolutely uh, incredible. And by the way, I want to make this perfectly clear for everybody listening. Kirk Cousins won on prime time. This is true. Like, that's won in like, prime time. Make that clear. Made it part of my Twitter bio. All the, me- all the memes about Kirk Cousins like, needing just Justin Jefferson. Listen, yes, I mean, I feel, I mean, yeah. Sure, he needs Justin Jefferson, but it's still a win, okay? I mean, I don't, like, I don't understand what people are complaining about. Like, yeah, it's a, a win's a win. You see Thielen spit out the turkey after yeah. the win. I so I was reading up on this because it's so funny. Because, <laughs> he said it's he said it's too dry and spit it out. <laughs> so there's a history on this because I don't know. So if you go back to actually the, the noon game when the the Bills won and they had their turducken, Josh Allen's like, oh. It's so much better at this time because so now the Bills have played at Thanksgiving games the last three years at each of the different time slots. So apparently, they just leave that turducken just out in the like the light or out in the open air the entire day. Just, oh, so, and oh, it just so, looks they just make it look nice, but it must be, be so dry and terrible for so, the teams so, playing that evening. So it's game. like a, so it's like KFC heat lamp down there, huh? <laughs> exactly, it's just a heat lamp. That's the only thing that they have on it. U.S. Bank Stadium, the world's largest heat lamp. <laughs> um, Bills also won. Was a little bit closer than I think they wanted it to be. Um, that was a that was a game. I think you could make the argument that the Lions lost. Oh yeah, like, uh, nothing like the Lions losing by a field goal, <laughs> one way or another on Thanksgiving. Like just bad time management like cl- clock management on the last like on the last drive and also just you know getting a field goal there when they should have like scored i mean goff has to make that throw i mean did you see the game the entirety or no i i watched every bit of the game except for the third quarter cuz i was driving up to my aunt's house 
So you see, you know, the that last throw, like that Goff had where he missed uh Amon Ross, or no, that was Chark. Oh yeah, yeah. Zone, you know, he, he, he just threw it over, he threw it over his head, man. The touchdown. You know, you gotta you that you gotta make that. You know, and that's the reason why they're gonna they're gonna consider moving on from him. I'm not saying it's the right move necessarily. You know, I don't know if he's the problem, but you know, the, uh, you gotta you might look at that and be like a, like a competent quarterback has to make that throw. Yeah, and it's one of those things where can you move on from him because of the contract, right? Um, but Bills get the dub. Uh, Lions are getting Jameson Williams back very shortly. Not this week, but it's coming up soon. I need the Jaguars to win. I really want the Jaguars to win. Uh, Cowboys beat the Giants 28-20. Uh, this was mainly Dallas in the second half, just destroying New York. Um. Also, a case where the score is not not as it, close it, it, as the it, game it, actually makes it, it seem because that's that's just some like driving at the last like second, you know, garbage time, and then them scoring. Giants covered though, and I did they say did. last week I said the Cowboys are going to win and the Giants are going to cover. Yes, they scored their first offensive touchdown on Thanksgiving since 1938. Is that true? It's their first yeah. offensive touchdown Thanksgiving since FDR. But the, the thing that I don't know is like. Yes, that's a crazy sounding step. But how many times have they actually played on Thanksgiving? I'm gonna let's keep talking. I'm gonna look this up while we while we. Which is talk. weird because like Dallas is in their division. You think they play more? You would think that they play like someone, or at least that the Lions play every. They play NFC team, you know. Yeah. Another NFC team. Apparently, there was a rumor. Go. I don't know if it's a rumor, but there's a story that. Apparently, Kansas City was supposed to be like the third Thanksgiving team along with Detroit and Dallas. And it, and it just fell through. Wait, sorry, say that again? That Kansas City was supposed to be the third like football uh, NFL team to play on Thanksgiving. And they were supposed to be the night game every year. Oh, really? What, what happened? Why not? It was it went it, it goes all the way back to the days of like the AFL and the NFL merger. I think I could be wrong. But I know there was a story where Kansas City was supposed to be the third Thanksgiving team, which looking back on it now, man, I really wish the Kansas City was the third Thanksgiving team, uh, day team. Oh, so I've, I've got I've, I have some stats for you about the Giants on Thanksgiving. So okay. this this was their 16th Thanksgiving game, the sixth highest total of all teams in NFL history. Every one of these games was played on the road for them. Uh, they're now seven, six, and three all time on Thanksgiving. Uh, and now uh, they've now lost their last four Turkey Day games in ninety two, two thousand nine, seventeen, and now twenty twenty two. Oh boy! But but uh, to be fair, they uh haven't been like frequent participants. You know, they like in the twenties and thirties they were every year. Like uh, for ten years they were every year. But then in 1938, he didn't play again until 1982. And then it's, you know, that's where you are to the current history I described before. So there was a stretch where Kansas City was in the Christmas, uh, not Christmas, ugh, a month late, uh, Thanksgiving Day game for a couple of years straight. Uh, from 1967 until 1969, they were in a Thanksgiving Day game for the AFL. Um, but that unfortunately did not carry over to the NFL. Uh, okay, gotcha. Um, like one of those things that was just lost over in the merger. Yeah, what's crazy is I'm looking through like game results 
1975 and 1977, the Dallas Cowboys did not play on Thanksgiving. Huh. Instead, That's the, interesting. Instead, the St. Louis Cardinals did. Huh. So I think very, uh, very interesting. I feel like I don't like I don't think they ever they would ever change the Lions and the Cowboys from Thanksgiving at this point, right? I feel like those two are this ingrained it's like they're grandfathered in if anything they would maybe make another spot for another team if, if they ever wanted to but they would never get rid of those two for another yeah i don't think so either at this point it's american tradition um so a couple other highlights from from week 12 gonna try and fly through these as quickly as possible um nathaniel hackett's gotta go again you look like that you lose by 13 to Sam Darnold. I know you did. I don't think you had him winning by double digits. No, I think <laughs> it was going to be that. Like, I didn't like, think it was going to look th- like that. He won by 13 <laughs> points. To be fair, my forecast, you know, what this did not include Denver having negative one passing yard in the first half. <laughs> but like, no, it was that bad. Like, Zach Wilson averaged more yards in the second half versus the Patriots than Russell Wilson averaged in the first half against the Panthers. And the Patriots actually have a good defense. Against the openly tanking Panthers, might I add. And listen, like, the Panthers with Sam Darnold, they, I'll, I'll just say, they play better than with Baker Mayfield, though. I'll just say that. I mean, yes, the Broncos... I think what you're seeing here with that team is the defense is finally... I don't want to say giving up, but they can't do it all, man. They've been playing elite the entire year, and you can't with the offense. You know, pl- plays that terribly week after week. You saw the defensive lineman, uh, what is it, Purcell, yelling at Russell Wilson? Oh my god, getting in his face. That yeah, <laughs> it's it's like a it's approached the new level of lows, and I knew like this is what I called exactly. I was like, listen, they're gonna lose to Carolina. And they're going to reach another level of rock bottom that we didn't think they could get to this year. How is Hackett still there? I think it's just a matter of they're going to probably give him until like the end of the year. Or who do they have next week? Are they on by? I I think they wish they were on by. Oh, God, who the Broncos play? Let me look this up. I'll I'll find it. I hope it's somebody like really, really. Oh, my God. They play Baltimore in Baltimore. Oh my god. So Lamar is gonna have another great game and he's gonna like shut up all the people who are being like, oh yeah, this is why you can't pay Lamar after this week, you know. Uh speaking of Baltimore, losing 27-28 to the Jaguars on a very, very impressive late game drive by Trevor Lawrence. The finding right. game of his career so far. Yeah, absolutely. That was a great game by Trevor, and they sent Tucker out there for a 67-yard field goal, and he almost made it. Yes. <laughs> Listen, if that was the Lions, he would have made it. Just it was a different, the wrong cat team. Oh, there's a couple There's a couple teams then. Like, no, nah, he would have made it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's if that's indoors, though, it, it, it's 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 definitely in. Like, it's just, it, it's in Jacksonville. That was that was in Jacksonville, right? Were, I think. It was in Jacksonville, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, that's tough. No, outside. If they were playing Cleveland, he would have made it. Oh, I I think so. I mean, listen, Tucker is the greatest kicker of all time, you know, and I, I feel like Fact. the fact that, like, everyone was like, oh, shit, 
let's let's see if this guy can do it when he started lining up for that. And the fact that it almost went in, that just speaks to his greatness. I was with but, a uh, I was with a friend of mine watching this game. And we were at the bar and they had the little field goal range thing. And somebody caught a pass. I might have been Andrews. And he's dragging people and he gets just across the field goal range thing, like the marker. And Tucker's trotted out there for a 67 yard. I told my buddy, this, this is going to be a 67 yard kick. He goes, I thought you said Tucker was in field goal range. I said, this is his field goal range. <laughs> Dude, uh, but Justin Tucker and the, the Baltimore Ravens, I think the one thing that I think that you have to look at when you look at the score of this game is that they were up 19-10 with nine minutes to go. And lost. Yeah, and their four yeah. losses have all come on the back of major leads blown in the last couple minutes. You know, and that's going to be the whole, you know, defining thing of the Ravens season so far is they could be in a much better spot than they are had they just been able to hold on to those leads and they haven't been able to. But still, a defining win for Jacksonville. Uh, shout out to the Jaguars mascot in the Speedo, by the way. I'm not letting that get un- unacknowledged. I was hoping we would. <laughs> I could have done without remembering that that travesty. Oh, that travesty. Oh, listen, listen he's got to wear it every game now, right? Well, listen, if it's what it takes to win, I suppose they have to, you know, but like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, until they lose at home, he has to wear the speed out. I think. The, here's what I, I just want to say one quick thing about anyone doubting Lamar still after this game. Yes, they like he could have done more in that, but I mean, it's you can't you have to look at the whole team, all right? Like Lamar alone doesn't blow a, a double digit lead, you know, or a nine point lead, you know, with nine minutes to go. You know, his defense is the one that, that let them drive up and down the field multiple mm-hmm. times, you know, and nothing for nothing, he might have one of the worst wide receiver rooms in the entire league. And he has for years. Yeah, and that's like never going to change. Even if they pay him, they're not going to be able to change that, you know? like It's got Deshaun Jackson in it in 2022. I I, I saw him catching like a big, you know, yardage pass from Lamar, and I was like, okay, great. So he got his big play. He got his big play, and uh, now he's going to get his hamstring injury, and I look forward to seeing him done for the He's Torrey Smith 2.0, and Torrey Literally. Smith at least could catch touchdowns. Um, what the, the, what's the next game? How about the Browns beating the Bucks 23-17 in overtime, mainly because that one catch by David Njoku. My goodness. Yeah, man. I mean, I'll say this. Todd Bowles. Not a good coach. Not a great coach. I was gonna say all of the the fans had said it's the Jets' fault that they it was it wasn't Todd Bowles' fault that the Jets couldn't win with him. Wrong. It's it's so amazing seeing like people get their comeuppance, you know, with all things Jets related, you know, because it's not like we're just like we we've just been hiring some shitty people, man. We actually have good people for once, you know, like. We had Mike McCagnin as our GM, man. He hired Todd Bowles and then Adam Gase as our head coaches. Okay, like it. Look at the look at the draft record. The, the Jets from that era were were a joke, but and like Todd Bowles was a big part of that. Okay, it's not mm-hmm. just because the Jets had like a curse on them. Okay, like 
a team is, you know, the people in power, you know, it's not just like, I don't, I honestly don't believe in curses like that. Okay. It has to do with the people in it. Like, I it's do. like, do you? Yeah. Look, look at my team. Yes. I believe in curses. But do you believe uh, like, what, okay. What, what's the curse though with you just making the Super Bowl? Like, yes, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Like, what's the curse for the Jets then? I mean, just being perennially shit. I don't like, I don't think there's a curse in that regard. Okay. I don't think it's like a butt fumble or anything like that's a curse. You know, I think no, I think I think it's just we had a bad run. Okay. We had a bad run. It happens. It 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 happens. Um we'll get to the Jets in a little bit and our new absolute hero in this city. Uh, well, not new, but he was revitalized. Oh, do you want to say anything about Brady? Yeah, um, I do. First of all, he's no longer undefeated since the divorce, and that bothers me. Yeah, I know. That mm, just rips me apart. Um, looked okay, but now he's uh, minus Tristan Wirfs. Big blow for the Bucks this year. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say this, though, because, I mean, I mean, honestly, yeah, Brady's been playing – good this season mm-hmm. but he's not he's just not been the brady of years past right and that much has been clear right. and i think this 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 was a very good you know uh you know like film like a proof of that game you know like of this with this game you know with the how nor typically in years past you have brady with opportunities to win the game in the fourth quarter and overtime you give him plenty of opportunities he's going to capitalize and he just mm-hmm. they had he had plenty of chances and he just didn't they didn't they weren't able to capitalize. And last thing I'll say about this game, and it's actually more of a question, uh, the Browns 4-7 and seven with Jacoby Brissett. Deshaun Watson coming back next week against Houston. Uh, if you're the Browns, are you happy with 4-7 and seven with Brissett? Uh, honestly, I think you hope for a little bit better record in some of the – in like – well, I mean, listen, before the year, I say you're kind of, you're okay with it. But I mean, if you were like as a Browns fan and you watch those games that were act as they were played, you look at those and you're like, our record could be, be so much better than what it is. Those are so many close one score games that yeah. defense and special teams have like just completely blew it, man. Could could be six and five, five and six easily, but instead they're four and seven with Watson coming back on Sunday. And Not it's gonna... tough road. Tough road ahead in the yeah. AFC. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but at least look competitive. You're right. That's, like, that's all I can say. Look competitive. That's really the bar here. They just, and honestly, here's the thing that I'm actually interested to see because I honestly did not think the, the offense was a problem at all with the Jacoby Brissett Brown Brissett Browns. No, what? You know, with Nick Chubb doing his thing. So I'm just wondering, like, exactly what are they looking to see from here? That's gonna Looks so much better. Like, are they just going to pass the ball a shit ton more now just to see what they have and just not worry about winning the game just to see see how their new toy looks? Or, like, what's what's, how does this look? My Amari Cooper fantasy projections went way up this week. Just saying. I mean, I'm I have a you know, I've had Brady go in the last you know, 12 weeks or so in our fantasy league, man. And now I'm considering, you know, picking, firing up my Watson, you know, just because Brady's got a matchup against New Orleans. And, you tough know, matchup. tough matchup, you know. He, they have his number the last few years. And plus, if you're Cleveland, you want to still win these games because you want the Texans' first-round pick to be as high as possible. 
Definitely. Um, Dolphins won 30 to 15. They pulled their starters out by halftime. That was a no contest. Miami's eight and three still first in the AFC East. Mike White Sunday. Oh my God, man. Yes. 31 10 over the Bears. Now, there's been some debate as to what was the leading cause for the big win. Whether it was Mike White's 315 yards and three touchdowns. Was the Bears' defense that bad? Was it because the bet, uh, the Bears didn't know who they were starting quarterback until the ball was uh, kicked off? A lot of factors into this game, but Mike White looked better than Zach Wilson has ever looked in the NFL. Yeah, 100%. I want, I want to make that perfectly clear. I said last week that I think this could be the beginning and the end for Zach Wilson with the Jets. That was amplified even more on Sunday. I mean, where to begin with this, man? I mean, listen, I'll say, I'll say this. I will. I'm not going to like go out here and pretend that Mike White's the next franchise quarterback, you know, considering it has been one. It's been, he's had two amazing games. I'll say that right in his career, one against the Bengals last year. And now this against the, the bears, the bears defense. Now the bears defense this year, this might be one of the worst in football. All right. They've traded there and they, first of all, they traded off a ton of their talents and that, and then second of all, they lost a few key guys during the game. Eddie Jackson's now out indefinitely. He suffered a Liz Frank injury on the play that Garrett Wilson got a long touchdown. And, you know, it's just, that's clear. That's clearly, you know, has an impact, you know, in some level of the game, but you can't just look at stats in this. Yes, we were we were the beneficiary of that. But and maybe this isn't as dominant a win, you know, with the their defense a little bit healthier, you know, or you know, a little with the, not those trades not made. But Mike White, just the uh, the way he was in command of that offense versus Zach Wilson, it's just night and day. I mean, it's just Zach Wilson was not capable of making some of the throws or any of the plays that Mike White made on Sunday. Like the the touchdown to Elijah Moore, you can see him step left, you know, make an adjustment and then make the throw. And Elijah Moore was also his third read. Like Wilson, I don't even think would have ever seen him. Yeah. And of course, Elijah Moore scored a touchdown. Garrett Wilson scored two. And I'll say this right now, a couple weeks ago, all y'all were talking by stocking Christian Watson. Now's my turn. By stocking Garrett Wilson. Buy that stock. Uh, Garrett Wilson is now a uh, third in Vegas odds for a uh, rookie of the year. Uh, but just so just so everyone knows for offense, offense rookie of the year. Yes. Yeah, I still have it as Kenneth Walker, but like what he's done so far with Mike White in this game, wow. Um, he, we do also have a very favorable schedule coming up as far as passing defenses. Yeah, including on Sunday, and we'll get to that. Um, but still, you won by 21 over the Bears. 21 yeah, points. Like, you can't not be happy with that. And um, I'm, I was ecstatic, man, especially because we went against the coin. We broke the coin's magic, so. Oh, yeah, the coin's dead. The, the coin is dead. dead. It, it's and, it's, it's done so. Um, and I was totally expecting it, us to lose. I mean, it was it was a weird game because, I mean, because the first you and went down the field and you, drove on his, scored on his first drive. Because you trusted the coin in the Trevor Simeon revenge game. That's what happened. 
Hey, listen, man, we're, I'm, I'm glad that we're technically controlling our own destiny now. Yeah. The coin did us a lot of solids, you know, the first 11 weeks. But now, you know, it's like white time. <laughs> he's, there's, he's a, our... there's a very real chance all four NFC East teams and all four AFC East teams make playoffs. Here's what I will say about uh, Mike White, though. Just because, yeah, I like I will, um, I I want to give you know very make it very clear that the Bears' defense was weakened, weakened, but you gotta like look at the games that he's had. And Mike White has had two of the best games a Jet quarterback has had in the last thirty years. Absolutely. Um, you ha- you at this point have to keep starting him no matter to. what. Absolutely. Um, I am in agreement. You have to start him. Until he has a bad game, and then you could throw Zach Wilson back in. That's my that's my personal thought. But oh. the one question I have for you, John, is this. We are going to Jets-Jaguars on December 22nd, yes. right? We are, we are going to be very high up. We're going to be cold, too. It's not like it's going to be warm in MetLife. Oh, What's yeah. the over-under on number of Mike White jerseys we see at that stadium that day? Ooh. I don't know, man. Four? I mean, I think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna see a bunch actually. To be honest, by think? then, I I think you'll see a th- more than we more than you expect. I feel like that's gonna be a pretty popular jersey by that point of the season because I honestly think that we could uh have a little. I don't know if we'll beat the Bills. I don't know if we'll beat the Bills because I mean, we 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 look at the schedule of this. So we play you guys this Sunday, and then we play. The Bills, and then I think we play the Jags, right? That's right. The next three weeks, I think there's a team in between the Bills and the Jags. On the line, imagine if you sweep Buffalo. Just saying. I listen. I'm not. I don't want to get you. I don't want to get ahead of myself here. Buffalo's an amazing, great team, but I mean, listen, we played. We played them great. We played them great before, and we we make teams play to our level. Yeah, and again with what Mike White's been able to do in these two games as just put a smile on your face and you love it. <laughs> I'll say what I'm most excited for just with him helming the offense is just him spreading the ball around, you know, just like the offense just looks so much more alive than just with him running it, man. And I don't even—I don't know how much of that was just the Bears' defense. To be honest, you know, it was just the progressions. Him, you know, like the run game was working out because the line's healthy. Max Mitchell, our rookie uh, tackles, finally back. Herbig, our uh, signing this year, who's become one of the best, you know, starting guards in the league this year. We have to keep him. You know, he's—he came back. You know, it's a lot of things are are the. You know, coming around for us, you know, and obviously it looked like the sky was falling a little bit last week, but you know, I think a lot of Jet fans knew that it was just for a quarterback away. And I don't know if the situation is fixed forever, or it's a temporary solution, but we just got to ride this until the wheel falls off. Exactly. That's what I was just about to say ride it until it falls off. And who knows when that might be? Maybe it's the playoffs. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's next Sunday. week. Could be Sunday for all I know, but yeah, I'll join a while last, man. But you absolutely have a reason uh, to be happy. Going to run through some of these other ones really quick. Bengals, Titans. Bengals win 20-16. to 16. Titans don't run in a long snapper. Um, this is a battle between two AFC heavyweights. Uh, Bengals came out on top. Kind of stifled Derrick Henry a little bit on the ground. Um, but Joe Burrow was able to come through with a uh, late touchdown pass to T. Higgins uh, to seal the win. 
Commanders beat the Falcons 19-13. The Commanders are now in a playoff spot, by the way. They're facing they're currently projected to face the two seed in Minnesota Vikings. Ooh, ooh. Um, it was more Washington hanging on to this one. Marcus Mariota had it second and goal at like the five, and he threw an interception. And I thought to myself, oh, that is surely not going to bite the Falcons in the ass. There's no way that one's going to bite Atlanta by the end of the season. I just, I just wanted to be Desmond Ritter time at, at at this point already. I mean, you're done with Mariota. I mean, like, are they still trying to win this stupid division? I hate that yes, they're still you're in the race. Game back, John. I, I know, but this freaking, what's the point? Okay, you win, you win, you're gonna make the playoffs. Host the home playoff game against John, who? Carolina is a game back. Let them let them freaking fall on that sword if they want to. Okay, wow. I mean honestly, I don't think. Imagine Carolina, I would. Imagine Carolina makes the playoffs and they they're picking like 16 and all the good quarterbacks are gone by then. Let me ask you this: Do you think Washington was that much better off for making the playoffs in 2020? No, but it was it was just funny to see to see the reactions after the Sunday night game that of one week. Oh wait, who did the Eagles actually get? In? Didn't they get Devonta Smith because of that? Yeah, they moved up to be able to get to make the trade to get Devonta Smith. Yeah, like listen, man. I think sometimes you're better off not making the playoffs. Sometimes, especially in a shitty division like this, man, just. What are you trying to do? Like, you're gonna like who they hope expecting to play if they're the four seed, right? Who is currently the five seed? The Dallas today? Cowboys. Oh boy, <laughs> Dan Quinn would absolutely murder them. Like, I don't think they would get past like midfield. I don't know what I'd rather want: the Falcons to make the playoffs and face Dan Quinn. Or the Panthers to make the playoffs and screw up their own tank and not be able to draft a quarterback. <laughs> oh man, that that's that actually would be funniest for me. I think that'd be uh, hysterically funny. No, just because with the Falcons, man, it's just a little bit more nonsensical for me because it's just like, what are you guys trying to do? You know, it's just like, why are you trying to win? You know, you're why? just this was like <laughs> this this wasn't our plan. But like <laughs> What do we add, mind? But if Carolina does, you know, it just would be so funny because that, that would come after they fired rule after just all this. Co- and it also would be, and I would assume it would mean Sam Darnold led the team to the playoffs somehow. Oh, yeah. And you know, Tony's going to have a field day out for you with that one. I honestly, like, the best part about that, though, is like, I don't, like, I don't really think it's because because of his play. If that makes sense, I just like, I don't think he, I don't think Sam Darnold's a good quarterback. I just don't think he's as bad as Baker Mayfield or PJ Walker somehow. And that's like he, something I would have, I would have said the opposite like he's less a worse. year ago. He's less worse. That's the words I'm using when it comes to Sam Darnold. Uh, America's game of the week, big time air quotes. Chiefs being the Rams 26 10. Uh, the Rams currently would be picking third overall if they had their own pick, but they do not. It goes to Detroit. Uh, Patrick Mahomes looked like Patrick Mahomes once again. And the Chiefs improved to 9-2 and two and are in control right now of the number one seed in the AFC. Uh, Niners shut out the Saints 13 to nothing. 
Uh, this was Niner defense all the way. This is a Kyle Shanahan masterclass 101. Need to get that rushing attack going. I haven't seen a lot of it. And now they just lost Eli Mitchell for another five to eight weeks. And they, which means more Christian McCaffrey, just feed the ball to Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, uh, anyway, that, big win though for the Niners. Um, proving a seven and four. Yeah, that trade for McCaffrey though, just looking a lot better now in the hindsight of, you yeah. know, the injury to, injuries to Mitchell this year. Absolutely. Um, Saints, zero points, four and eight, also a game, game and a half. Oh, and also, just because you mentioned the Rams pick, uh, should be mentioned that they also not are in control of their own pick. That's uh, in possession of the Eagles, Eagles who I think that is correct. Yes. I think they are uh, six. Imagine, imagine if the Saints win the division and that picks like 17 and the Eagles are all pissed off. Now, that I would, I'm really don't want that to happen just because I would be pissed off about that more. Just because, like, Saints suck and, like, they don't deserve to win the division. Like, I would actually suck and they don't deserve it. Like, I honestly, listen, the Panthers suck, but at least I like their defense and their offense has playmakers. I just don't want, if Andy Dalton wins the division, I will be so mad, bro. Oh man, I I just I could tell that a Friday episode with Tony, Tom, and Trish with Andy Dalton in the playoffs is just going to be muscleless. And <laughs> that happens, oh, man. man. Like I don't know, like, I don't know what I'll do. I I guess watch him like lose in the first round. Yeah. <laughs> That's but like, but like again, in the words in the words of Tony Pickett, what are you going to do? Not watch football. <laughs> Just because Andy Dalton made the playoffs? Bro, we openly watched a Brock Osweiler Cotter Cook playoff game. My God. Uh, dude, can't believe you had to remind me. I'm just saying, it's been worse. It's been way worse. Uh, oh, <laughs> uh, Brandon Staley goes for it on a two point conversion with a little gutsy play call and beats the Cardinals 25 24. Uh, a much ballyhooed game during our last predictions episode when it came to Zach. Um, Chargers right now six and five, but they do not look like a playoff team mm-hmm. right now. They need they need to start playing a little bit better and be in control of these games a little bit more. A wild fun game in Seattle between the Raiders and the Seahawks, forty to thirty four. The Raiders come out on top on a Josh Jacobs eighty six yard touchdown run in overtime, a fifty fantasy point effort. For Josh Jacobs, man, it's almost like they should have picked up his fifth year option. Um, but what do I know? Like, weirdly, I still think they're gonna let him go. I do Don't too. You? Like, I honestly think that they're just like, I mean, you saw the news that came out today about you know him nursing the calf strain, him not practicing the rest of the week, and apparently that's the trend that they're gonna go with the rest of the year. They're not gonna like force him to practice a lot during the year. Was yeah, it like, so, was it like Nick Folk last year where he was questionable every week? <laughs> but he's going to play every week, I yeah. think. I honestly think it's just a matter – it's like another fancy way of basically just load managing, you know, for him. You know, like they don't want to like him taking a, a, any extra hits in practice that he doesn't need to. And then they're just going to throw him into the freaking Wolves every Sunday, you know, hoping that they can win some games. Exactly. Um, it depends on what direction the Raiders want to go. And if they want to feel like they can try and compete with bringing Josh McDaniels back because they can't afford to fire him, 
Um, they're going to bring back Derek Carr and they're going to bring back Josh Jacobs. If they don't feel like they can compete, both of those guys are probably going to be out the door and the Raiders are going to be looking for a new quarterback and starting running back. Uh, anyway, though, that was a big win for Vegas. Seahawks now looking outside of the playoff picture. And let's, I, I, did, I did just neglect to mention this before uh, with the Charger and Cardinal game. Uh, I, I'm, I'm officially done with the Arizona car. I think they are such a shit team. And I just Uh-oh. want to draw, I just want to draw some attention to that. They uh, had one freaking job, man. Don't freaking, don't give up a touchdown, then allow a two point conversion. Are the Arizona, lose the freaking game. Are the Arizona Cardinals canceled? I don't like, I don't think they are worthy of canceling. Cause I don't think they were ever on to be honest this year. Well, are, are you, now, is it Bears levels of bad where you're not picking them the rest of the year? Yeah, I have to look at their schedule first. Let's see. We'll, we'll, let's let's start with uh, <laughs> let's this real quick. Let's let's start with okay. uh, let's start with Sunday. I know they got a buy coming up. Okay, I think okay. I think it's this week. I think they got a buy yeah. coming up. So, so, so you have a week now. You have to you have a week to think about it. How about that? We'll get back to the question next week. Whether we'll, we'll think. I'm just saying short answer looking at their schedule, I'd say I, I I can I have to take them. They're playing the Broncos. <laughs> no. <laughs> no matter how bad they are, like listen, they're not making the they're not making the play. They aren't winning the shit with Kyler Murray and Kingsbury as in charge, man. Oh, I've seen enough. By the way, did you know Kingsbury and Steve Kime were signed through extension or signed extensions through twenty twenty seven? I did, I did, and that's why I was I thought it was the funniest thing that you were saying. That they were on the hot seat, and I was like, "Yeah, they're on the hot. Like they should be, but that like they were just signed, so like they just like kind of just, they decided to put some of this money on that hot seat and be like, oh, that this 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 will stop the fire from burning through.' Clearly, <laughs> just just get money. Oh my god, they are a mess right now. At least they owe their own first round pick. Jeez. Honestly, that was just a big game that they by losing that that takes them very much out of the running for a uh, you know. The wild card spots in the NFC in a very weak NFC, and not only that, it's just how do you lose the Chargers like that, man? The Chargers, oh. if they lose that game, they're five and six looking out of the playoffs. Now they're sniffing the wild card spot. It's on the Jets' tail. I'm not happy about this. Not one bit. You're you're bothered. This is bothering you. Uh, Packers beat uh, Packers score 33 points, but it's not enough to top the Philadelphia Eagles who moved to 10 and one on the year 40 points. They needed that offensive outburst really bad. It was a nice, nice, uh, job on the, uh, on the ground, but Aaron Rodgers got hurt with his thumb injury. Jordan Love came in and looked very, very solid in relief of Rodgers. I think they throw Jordan Love the rest of the year. I know this is from a division rival, but I really legitimately think they should. You know, you're not right now playing for much. You have the same record as the Andy Dalton-led Saints and the Sam Darnold-led Carolina Panthers. You're not playing for much anymore. Just roll with Jordan Love, see what he's got. At least that's just my opinion. But listen, admit admit it, at least part of that is due to your, like, knowing that you would have to play Jordan Love in the the next matchup against you guys have against the Pack. I'd rather play Jordan. I'd rather play Aaron Rodgers right now than Jordan Love. Really? I, right now, Aaron Rodgers has done nothing to impress me. Now that he's now that he's hurt, like yeah. honestly, the my belief is that we'll have the division locked up by the time we play Green Bay again. Like I want to believe that, 
And I'm basing it kind of off of that because of statistical probability. By all means, you should knock on wood. <laughs> even division on the line, no division on the line. Um, I'd rather play Aaron Rodgers right now than Jordan Love, as crazy as that sounds. Yeah, I mean, listen, in limited limited play this year, he's looked pretty good, man. I'll say that, yeah. you know. I I think Packers got a very interesting decision to make depending on yeah. what Rodgers wants to do in the offseason. A big-time decision for Green Bay. And then Monday Night Football Steelers beat the Colts 24-17. Did you watch Should have flexed this one out of prime time on Monday night, but you can't. What was that? I, I can't even pretend and tell, like – and like lie to you that I'd say I I watched this game. I like I I didn't I had no interest in it. Uh, nor nor did I. I saw I saw Najee Harris got hurt and Michael Pittman scored a touchdown and Matt Ryan made some questionable throws. So it was pretty much what you'd expect from Steelers Colts. Um like Jeff Satter I mean, Jeff Satter, Saturday, yeah. Timeouts is what I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say Jeff Saturday, man. Uh like I think I, you said this in the group chat yesterday. Fight looking like Finally, having a performance that you would have expected of, you know, a first-time head coach. You know, he didn't kind of impress the first few weeks. You know, or at least maybe punched, played above his weight class a little bit. You know, and definitely came back down to earth a little bit with some yeah. of his decisions and that he made. A tweet from September twenty-seventh, twenty-one. We're talking clock management in the morning again, from at Jeff's at Saturday Jeff. I'll say this: at least the man is a. Uh, willing to learn from his mistakes already. You know, a lot of coaches, you know, will not be willing to uh, admit wrongdoing. But he was like, yeah, no, I, sh- I should have called a timeout there. I told I told Tony this, and I said it on last week's podcast. I think he becomes permanent head coach, just saying. Let's... I mean, oh, yeah. No, Alice, I mean, I, I like Jeff Saturday. He's a good, you know, a great personality, a good leader for a locker room. So we'll see what direction they go. And they got a good lot of decisions to make, though, the Colts. Let's go to week 13, Thursday night football, Bills at Patriots in Gillette Stadium. The first of two matchups between the Bills and the Pats this year. Uh, and it's going to DraftKings, looking at the odds. I'm taking the Bills. You know what? No, I'm taking the Patriots at home in an upset. Over under is 43 and a half. Bills are favored by four. I'm taking the Patriots here. I'm also taking the Patriots, I think. Look at us. I'm thinking, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to think because, yes, the Bills have had their number the last few years, the Patriots, but I think that the, the Patriots need this win to, you know, get back in the wild card race, and Belichick doesn't want to lose two in a row, so. Yeah. Yeah, so we are both going New England in an upset. Uh, Jets and the Vikings. Vikings favored by three over under 46. I am taking the Vikings at home, although I think this game is going to go over and it's going to be a lot closer than people think. I still think Minnesota Eaks just went out by a field goal, though. Uh, listen, this is going to be one of the best games I think that we're going to are like my like the both of our teams are going to play this year, honestly. I think this is a really close matchup, man. Like, I I am so excited to see how Sauce and DJ Reed do against Jefferson. I mean, I honestly think that's going to be, like, such a fun match oh, to yeah. watch, you know. And uh, honestly, like, this this could go either way, honestly. I mean, we saw how Jefferson manhandled that top Patriots defense last week, you know. So, 
I could easily see him doing the same thing to, uh, you know, Sauce, who is a rookie corner, and, you know, DJ Reed, who, again, you know, is undersized, you know, for a corner, but, you know, it's had, had an amazing year. Yeah, we, we got our work cut out for us, but I think I'm going to take my, I'm going to take my Jets. I think that as, Mike as White. As I'd expect. I think Mike White, you know, is going to have a good, like a good game passing against your uh, secondary, who's just a little yeah, bit uh, suspect, secondary. to say the least. The yeah, secondary. secondary is not really that good. Um, <laughs> commanders at Giants. Uh, commanders are actually favored by two and a half over under 40 and a half. Screw that. I'm taking the Giants at home. I don't know why Washington's favored. It's because they're just winning a lot. I mean, the Giants are the better team. But typically, that does affect odds, man. Yeah, but the Giants are also home. I Even feel the like Giants here. Are having the Giants been losing some people though? They could be losing everybody, and I'd still take them. I'm taking Washington. Really? Washington. Yeah. Listen, I I think that this is Daniel Jones's first wa- loss against Washington. Really? Oh, that's right. He's undefeated. Give me, give me, give me Giants. Uh, give me Giants minus two and a half. Listen, I just think that the thing with the Giants is that they've been relying on Barkley so much this year, and that I think that they're finally the wheels are finally falling off that a bit. You know, it's. Mm-hmm. They cannot, their offense, you know, they've really, they've been winning games, right, by making teams play down to their level or play to their level every week. But Washington already is an ugly team like that, you know, so that's, that, that, that they're comfortable with that. That's how they've won a lot of these games. So I am going to give them the edge here, although I can easily see the Giants winning, so going to run through some of these because i think we're all in agreement on this one titans eagles eagles minus five over under 44 and a half you going philly too yes yes definitely aj brown revenge game yes sir broncos ravens ravens minus eight and a half over under 38 and a half oh that's ugly no not denver that's all i need to say not denver i'm not taking denver the rest of the year they're my bears yeah that i might agree with you on uh speaking of revenge games Browns Texans. This is the game I'm going to have on my other TV while watching Jets Vikings. Browns favored by seven, over under 47. Either Cleveland's going to win really bad or Houston's going to win really bad. And I don't know which. I want to say Cleveland. I'm going to say Cleveland. I don't want Cleveland, but it's going to be Cleveland. Jaguars, Lions. Jaguars favored by one and a half, over under 51 and a half. Uh, please, please let it be Jacksonville. I'm in belief that Jacksonville is going to win this game. Please. Battle of the Cat Teams, eh? What? Battle of the Cat Teams. Oh yeah, that's right. Man. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take the the Cat Team that won last week. Give me the Jags. Yes, yes. Believe in Jacksonville. Uh, I like did I like did you see this uh? Wes quickly, did you see that like a uh, special teamer talking about the Doug Peterson effect and saying yes. like he would go to war for Doug Peterson? Oh my god, Andrew Wingard, I think. Mm, I, like, I need that on Sunday. I I freaking I love Dougie P. I'm just so happy that he's dude, doing. Dude, like doing in the next two years, you're gonna see the Jaguars really begin to develop into like not a powerhouse, but at least a team that is not gonna be four or five wins every year. 
Like they're going to be at least competitive in some more of these games, I think. The foundations are being built in Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. Steelers, Falcons, Steelers are favored by one, over-unders 43. I'm actually going to take the Bird team, the Falcons at home. Uh, this is tough. I'm 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 gonna take the Steelers here. Right. I uh, I don't think you could. I don't think you could win against the Steelers defense with T.J. Watt and Marcus Mariota. Wait, with with uh, with uh, T.J. Watt and uh, Minka Fitzpatrick Minka. with Marcus. <laughs> excuse Mar- me. With Marcus, uh, with Marcus Mariota fading playing quarterback. Marcus Mariota's played both sides of the ball this weekend. <laughs> I mean, he might as well. Basically, that's what I'm trying to get at. Basically, he he is playing both sides of the ball. He's a double agent the way he's playing for the quarterback for the Falcons. So, Packers, Bears. Packers are favored by four and a half over under 43 and a half. Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love. Don't really matter. Ownership in Chicago. Give me Green Bay. Is Fields, is Fields playing? I don't know. Can we get Tony on the phone for a Fields class? Are you serious about that? I don't. Well, listen. I'll, I'll, I'll like. I'm not sure if we actually like a fields clause would even really make a difference in this no, matchup. It, it, I'll be. Tony. It probably wouldn't no, make it a won't. difference. No, no, no. It's not going to make a difference. It won't. Don't call Tony. Ownership in Chicago. That's all I need to say. Yeah. Listen. He still has. Listen, I don't. I don't even know if it's Rogers playing, but if if it isn't, then you know Jordan loves gonna. You know he's searching for some property yeah. there. So. I will say this, our four o'clock slate is really good this week. Really, really good. And yeah. we're starting off with my personal favorite matchup. Dolphins at 49ers. Niners by four, over under 46. I love this game. I am so happy this is the game. And I'm going to say the Niners win. Yes. But I think this game's going to be really, really fun to watch. I I agree. I'm I'm taking the Niners. The Dolphins are gonna. This is probably the best defense they've played, wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely. And the Dolphins this is gonna be most, fun. They don't have a slouch uh, defense uh, of their own either. No, they've been they've been uh, you know definitely taken off the last few weeks. I think Bradley Chubb's probably been a really good addition for them. Cannot and, uh, wait to watch this game. Oh, this game's yeah, what, so much fun. What's next in the window? The one game that's not really that good. Seahawks Rams. Seahawks favored by seven and a half. Over under is forty one. I think we're both gonna go bird team here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, is it what is it? Brock Purdy time still in in LA. Bryce Perkins. No. You're oh, getting who, you're oh, getting your third, backup. You're getting your third string BP NFC West quarterbacks confused. <laughs> I mean, listen. Happened. Can you blame me? That's no, I cannot blame you. <laughs> It's funny that they had both. Why have would it. anybody be watching the Rams at this point? Uh, another really good four four twenty five game. Chiefs Bengals. Chiefs are favored by two. Over unders fifty two. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs here, but that's gonna be a shootout in Cincinnati. That's oh man, this is gonna be a fun one just because there is so much freaking between these two teams I have to think after these last two matchups yeah. between them with how they ended mm-hmm. you know with Cincinnati coming back both times and now Cincinnati's getting Jamar back just in time for this game too oh yes uh, I, I might have football. To, I might have to take the Bengals here respect that and I respect that I totally get that one 
425, Chargers, Raiders. Chargers are favored by only two over under 50 and a half. Um, God, do I have to pick one? Um, I'm going to go with the Chargers on the road, I guess. Wait, what was the other team? Raiders. Chargers, Raiders. All right, let me think. I, I Especially because the next know. two are pretty easy. I'm gonna say, I want the like I want the Raiders to win, but I think the Chargers are gonna are just better. You know? They're so just better on paper. Khalil Mack yeah. revenge game by the way too. Um, that, yeah, that too. Sunday night football. Why did this have to be Sunday night football? Colts Cowboys. Cowboys favored by eleven. Over under forty three and a half. We're both taking the boys, correct? hundred oh, percent. Monday night football, Saints at Buccaneers. Buccaneers only favored by three and a half, over-unders 39 and a half. That's surprising. Give me the Buccaneers at home. Could be a trap game. I hope so. Yeah, God forbid if they one. lose this, New Orleans is right there in the freaking division. I know. And if the Falcons beat the Steelers. The I hate this division. I hate the NFC South. Fuck them. Like, why are they so bad? No one, this is like, the, this is even worse than the NFC East a few years ago. I just wanted to have myself on mute there for a little bit so you could go on a mini rant, but that <laughs> that works. It's, if all of the NFC South teams, well, not all, because two of them are playing each other, but if the Falcons and Bucks lose, oh boy, you might get a, a, a great rant from John if the Saints pull this one off on Monday night. So anyway, there's our picks for this week. Before we go, we want to shout out our guy, Andrew Nemhard from the Pacers, hitting a ridiculous buzzer beater to beat the Lakers last night. Oh, my God. What a shot, man. What a comeback. Too. What a shot. What a comeback. A 17-point lead blown by the Lakers. LeBron doesn't blow leads much. But that team is in an absolute free fall right now with the way that things are going there. Oh, man, that was a great shot by Nemhard. Yeah, the, the that Pacers rookie uh, Benedict Mathurin is now undefeated against LeBron in his career. Pacers sweeping the Lakers. I love that. I love what he said too. Do you think LeBron's the best player in the world? He hasn't beaten me. Love that. <laughs> he's like before the game. He's like, I want to see how great he is. I don't think anybody's better than me. He's gonna have to show me he's better than me. And then he outscored, out rebounded him yesterday. Beautiful. Anyway, that's going to do it for this episode of A Few Men. Not too many men. A few, a few good men. A few, a few, a few somewhat <laughs> decent men. Uh, we hope to be back later in the week with a little bit more of a full cast breaking down the games uh, or the, the Thursday night game as well as doing a little bit more of an in-depth preview of what you can expect uh, Sunday. But we will see you later for another episode of Too Many Men. Bye, everybody.